The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Capp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today, we're going to talk about resolution. You know, we all have conflicts here on the earth plane, here and there, hopefully not many. But our usual tendency would be to resolve them, try and figure them out, understand what's going on, have peace, have things be nice. And of course, then there are situations where sometimes they're exposed to these things where the person isn't interested or they're not available or they don't understand what you're saying or maybe they never could if you've known anyone who might lean towards narcissism or something like that. You know that sometimes you're left with these conflicts and trying to resolve them and let go of them so that they're not hurting you when the other person might not be in a position to or understand the need for resolution. So we're used to those kinds of things on the earth plane. What happens? What happens? They want to talk about out there what happens when somebody we love goes out of body and things are unresolved. And one of the biggest things I hear through channeling is the grief that comes with the idea that things can no longer be resolved because the person that you need to have that conversation with and make that peace with is out of body now. So what does one do on the physical plane? And it's interesting because I don't know how they want to put it. I know I've channeled many times about different ways to let it go. But right now, it feels as if there's a clump on my head of some kind of vice. Rather than talking about what I've learned through channeling, I think it would be better if I just channel. They're coming in and saying that everybody is different. Everybody has something else going on. We've all been trained by our parents. They just laughed and said, by our captors. And hopefully it was better than just that. But we've all been trained in the mannerisms and the patterns. And sometimes we need to be chameleons to accommodate the people around us, to keep the peace, to keep things nice, to keep so-and-so from doing whatever. And a lot of kids are walking around in little minefields. And even if things are subtle, we still grow up sometimes having to be so cautious and careful and not wanting to stir the pot or make things worse. Kids know, I remember this, and there are kids out here saying, kids feel helpless in some of these situations. Parents are fighting or there's something going on and they don't really know what to do. And, and for many of us as children, whether it was extreme or just the kind of thing when you'd witness something at school or any cruelty, we react to it. Our general nature is to be kind and to take care of each other. And so when you have something happen in front of you, you want to take responsibility and say no. You know, one of the things 
that comes in all the time is even somebody who doesn't want to mix in or be careful. If you see somebody hurting a dog or abusing an animal or a child, the tendency would be to try and intervene. There are so many ways our hearts rise up and want to take care. So what does that mean when you have that little vice on top of your head and then dropping down into the sinus system? And what I'm picking up now is heaviness behind the eyes, more behind the right eye, because it feels like they're addressing you and want to talk about that the grief is real. It's legitimate. You're standing in it. You're sitting in it. You're breathing in it. And you want to honor the relationships you have with people who have gone out of body. And you want to honor yourself as well with the idea that if there was something angsty, if there was something unresolved, is that a grief that you're going to carry with you? We have choices in this, and they want to remind us. Now, if you're listening to this, you like the idea of knowing, as we do, that they're here and that they're listening and that resolution is absolutely possible. There are a lot of people who don't recognize what I have to say is my reality, our reality. They channel in, it's their reality, it is real. They are there, the love continues. Over and over and over channels in heaven. Wouldn't be heaven if I couldn't be with the people we love. So we're going to talk about how we're doing with unresolved issues, but then we'll talk about what they want to, want to say about their viewpoint, where they are now, and there is a congregation of kids showing up, young adults, older people, and going, if you think whatever it is we fought about, oh, please, no, no. One young man is here, and he had an argument with a girlfriend, and he left. He hit a tree, and it was a single car accident, and he was not intoxicated. And everyone assumed that he was very, very angry and that it was a choice. And when we channeled him, he came in and he said, oh, my God, no, we used to fight like that all the time. And yes, yeah, she feels guilty, but how many times we always used to do that? A, a little varmint, probably a squirrel, ran in front of the car, and he swerved. And even though it doesn't change the fact that he's out of body, his mother says now when she feels and thinks and sends him love and feels his love, she knows it wasn't out of anger, it wasn't out of anguish or to hurt anybody, but actually out of compassion. And yes, the outcome is the same on the physical plane, but how we feel, that's a very big deal. And he's saying, yes, his mother knew differently and how much that matters to him. Now, this was years ago, and it matters to him now because he doesn't want anyone suffering in, for any reason, he's saying, on his behalf, but especially a misunderstanding that absolutely has no basis in truth. So that happens quite a bit. But then there's times when somebody goes stomping out and, and everybody gets worked up and somebody might have a medical incident or something happens. And of course, we're going to look at our behavior, look at all those things. Maybe we have things to apologize for. It can go both ways. We're humans, and we have these beautiful systems inside us of discernment, and we have learned behavior. And like we've talked about before, 
So often we just take on the learned behavior and then spend so much of our time, the latter part of our life, taking it all apart, disassembling it and finding out who we are. Because like we said, sometimes the tiptoeing, we become chameleons and the intention is great. But you know what? Sometimes we also become avoidance. And maybe the people we love who are out of body had patterns like that. If your siblings maybe had similar patterns, I, I know it's 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 so funny. We have three kids, and you, would, you to talk to them, you would think they had three different experiences. And I think that's true of all families. But there would still be a common ground of understanding and hopefully of humor as well. But if it's somebody that you've met in this life that you're not connected to that way. You might want to stop and remember the patterns that they had. And, you know, it doesn't mean that when somebody comes in that they become the parent and that they become... I remember when I was younger, people were like, oh, his father did this, and so you have to, you know, it's just a matter of time. I, I never believed that kind of thing. Because with patterns, maybe some people will follow the pattern, but we're here to have discernment. And if we're not loving that pattern, and if it doesn't fit us at some point, our discernment and consciousness comes in and breaks the pattern. And I think a lot of the patterns, from what I've learned, we come in to have the discrepancy, to have the discomfort. And very often, we come into patterns that, oh, why in God's name, smack forehead here, please? Why in God's name, laughing out there, a kid just said that. Why in God's name would we pick a very tough situation? It isn't a blanket thing. Everyone's situation is different. It's as broad as our consciousness, our needs, and what we want to come in and heal. But very often, people will pick a situation as a means to do good work here in terms of healing, a promise to themselves and maybe to each other who they'll meet up with later in this life of what they want to accomplish, what it is they came in to do. And very often, we come in as a loving member of a soul family who sees a pattern and wants to help break it, even, even as, even when, even without her realizing it, oh my God, it just can creep on in without realizing it, even if we become that pattern, our consciousness, our realization, just stopping to breathe and centering, we're already resolving. We're already looking to heal. So we can carry these things and we can put them down when we like. We can carry these things and have them eat us up because they do sometimes. And we can grieve and grieve when somebody on the earth plane, right here, who's, who's in body, makes it impossible or difficult for us to find any resolution. What can we do in that situation? We can put it out there. Therapists might recommend, they're laughing out there, they're channeling in. Your therapist might say to write a letter and get it all out. That's a wonderful thing to do. And they want me to tell you, I've done that. Doesn't mean you have to send it. But it helps you understand and resolve maybe your part in it, their part in it. But it takes it from inside you to outside you. And that's a very important thing to do. That's for somebody in body when you can't get the words over there. Well, with what we know, we know that our in-body loved ones are with us. It still might feel very uncomfortable and very unclear 
in terms of where you are with whatever is going on and the shifts in your life and your grief, but how do we get to that place of resolution? I think a lot of people, oh, the I think is out there. When I'm saying I know, it isn't me, Marilyn, I'll tell you if it's me. But they're saying, collective we, they're saying it's very hard sometimes to separate our grief and our part. And even if we were very angry at them for some reason, our anger may continue that we are losing that opportunity of resolution, but very often because they're telling us from what they can see and their experience. Some of they want to talk about some of the patterns. And if you recognize your loved one talking to you, take a deep breath and feel the healing. And let's do our little mantra here because we are protected. It's the reminder and the vibration. And it's also the sweet invitation that everything that's coming through is high vibration, high frequency, and wanting healing. They know that, we know that, but it's a means of collaboration and just allowing ourselves to relax into it. So take a breath. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and heal. I'm cracking up and a whole bunch of kids are poking at me and having fun. You see how this works? And a lot of times when I'm channeling, even just for one family or for one person, people out there are very inclusive. They might turn and look at me and, and wink or smile. They're very inclusive. They're with us in real time. They're, they were just uh, yucking around with me and playing. And they are playful. And if you find yourself laughing, if you find yourself chuckling, crying in a way that feels different and odd, that's all right because, you see, What's happening now is, again, I'm saying words for your loved ones wrapped right now are wrapped around you. And we're going to talk about they. They want to tell you some of the different situations, and they are, they are your situations. And if there's somebody else's situations and you pick up a piece that's yours, it's so interesting because I'm feeling like a, a congregational gathering, and they want to talk, but maybe one kid is saying something, and I see a younger boy right next to him saying, well, my mom, my mom, and he gives a hug, and his mom will feel it as she listens to what the older one who's been working on it maybe a little bit longer, and the younger one is just a little more emotional and wants to get the hug in. Take in as groups speak. Take in the love from your loved one. And even as you have unresolved issues, we talked about the mind and something squishing that head and, and some pressure behind the eyes. That's grieving. It's frustration of what you can't do right now with them, whether you feel like you're capable or not or that you want to. But they're out of body now. Let yourself be grounded. Remember your attachment to the earth plane, your comfort level with the earth plane, the joy, the hug you get from the earth plane, Mother Earth's embrace in terms of, and no, somebody is wisecracking. I know who that is. Somebody said, not Mother Earth's embrace six feet under, and that's changing anyway. And he said he liked the TV show, and yeah, I did too. But the thing is that 
if you just lie on the ground, or even, you know, if you don't want bugs, you have a chaise. But what I'm talking about is just being barefoot on the grass once in a while and letting our attention go, allowing yourself to be grounded. The heart's expansion with the joy of the earth, the baby's cry, the puppies, the ponies, the kitties, all the flowers. Allow the heaven on earth to expand your heart and realize even as this is group speak from out there, even as your heart is wounded, and even as it feels like you've had a punch in the gut that you cannot catch your breath. Yes, you're breathing, but it's harder. And sometimes it can really feel like an effort. And they know that out there, but they want you. They want us to keep breathing because resolution can be had. The young man who, whose mother and girlfriend thought that he had decided he didn't want to be here anymore. He was very frustrated until he could get it out to them. Your loved ones feel them around you as they want to have their truth come into you. Feel the energy right behind your shoulder blades. You might be feeling like you're caving in a little bit. Let your body go wherever it might go. I, I'm finding me, Marilyn, that my shoulders are going down a little, maybe pulling the heart back, holding on, holding on. And they're saying, I'm probably, my body is doing what would be the natural thing for most. Again, we're all different. Notice what you're hearing. You might be hearing a hollow hum or a tinnitus or tinnitus, however you pronounce it. You might be just feeling buzzing in your ears as your vibration is going up. I just felt energy shooting out of my right foot going forward through the toes. That's one of the signs for me that they've taught me. Learn along with us as a group. We're all connected. You're listening. We're not listening at the same time. You're not hearing it at the time I do it. But what's really lovely is that time-space, well, we know there's so much more. You go out of body, you come back with so much information. You know that from dreams. You know that from your travels. You, you know so much your soul remembers. But the beautiful thing they want you to remember is embracing the earth plane to steady yourself. Have your vibration feel strong here on the earth plane. Allow the joy to come through you that they need for their resolution. You see, this is a two-parter. We're going to be talking about our resolution, and next time we're going to be talking about theirs. I, Marilyn, didn't know that. Thank you out there. And they're saying because... They really are very, very similar, but we are in the physical body. So it's almost like they're taking us on a guided tour, even though I'm repeating words. Notice how your feet feel grounded to the earth plane, whether they're flat on the floor or if you're lying down. If you're lying down, let your back feel supported. Let yourself feel supported. Take a deep breath and now go back and visit what I, I didn't mean to be suggestive, but what I was picking up is the tension of the mind and the tension of unresolved grief. And again, the energy grounding us to the earth plane. We're grounded and we're allowing ourselves to feel it. Take a deep breath. The, the mind and behind the eyes feels broader, more expansive, because your loved ones are with you. And with a little bit of, oh, these little kids are so cute. 
they're doing like this magic, you know, like hocus pocus and, and wiggling their fingers in front of you. And I see some reaching out and putting a hand over a heart. They are magic. They are alchemists. Because they <laughs> and we don't forget what we're always saying. We're just like them. We are souls, and right now we're in the body. What a gift to have that body to work through. doesn't feel like that when you're grieving. However, our loved ones out there, a little tickle, they say, for their end of it, how, what they would give for a few minutes in body to hug us, to reassure us, to yell in our ear or whisper. What they wouldn't give for a few minutes to have that body to communicate with us in the way that would be most clear for us. So we have a conundrum. We're learning how to do it as a collaboration. And you know what that means? If you remember that you're embracing the earth plane and all its gifts, we're able to find, hell, they want to say a balance, and a bunch of people said, no, that doesn't work. Sheer happiness? Hey, we hope so. Resolution. Resolution. Even if you cannot resolve yourself to what you perceive to be the physical reality, and the person we love, they are not here in body the same way. And that's real in terms of our vibrational frequency. But don't be fooled that we can't have resolution. So just like on the earth plane, they want to guide us. We can carry our grief for a lifetime. And it could be a ball and chain. And it could be something that weighs down your heart. And you can try and resolve it with people on the earth plane. And if they are not capable, if they say no, if they don't understand or maybe Maybe the love isn't there on their end, and you've tried. Maybe they're not capable for whatever reason. Maybe that's their choice. Do we need to carry that for the rest of our lives if they're walking the earth and they're not? We try to become, as we become conscious, responsible for how can we discern and allow, maybe look at our piece of it, our 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 responsibility. And once we're done with that, if there's something that truly is somebody else's and they've walked away, we're carrying something we not, might not feel deserving of, discerning of, it just might not feel. And here's the other thing too. There are a lot of great books being written about transference. Maybe somebody has transferred something onto you. Maybe that's how they're doing their healing. Maybe you'd like to resolve it in light, and they can't. Maybe you send them on their way with love. Maybe you send them on their way with appreciation for leaving you with a hot mess in your heart and a hot sweat, and what am I going to do? We've all heard the phrases to, to carry something is punishing us, not somebody else. And, and really, you know, Happy people don't look to go hurting people. We, we don't want to be punishing, hopefully. But mostly to ourselves, what do we do with that which is unresolved? Well, again, we go back to, you can write the letter you're never going to send. 
The difference with people who are in body and with people who are out of body, and they will tell you that they are working on their stuff. Oh, my God, I just heard so many. Um, they're working on their you-know-what. The whole bunch of people just yell, we're working on our... They are. They're looking at life reviews, and maybe they feel justified most of the time. And, and they're saying, yes, what I've learned through channeling, and most of us most of us mean well, and we carry patterns that we are, we're not even conscious of. You know, there's different programs and healing modalities where you take responsibility and you go around and you, you talk to people or apologize. And it's, it's so interesting to, again, resolution. And a lot of it is so that we can honor maybe the people we've hurt, but also to let go of the dread that haunts us with that maybe our behavior. So, you know, we also want to give resolution for ourselves, but also release whatever it is. Let's say there's someone who hurt you who still walks on the earth plane. When you hold it tight, it almost, they want to show and, and talk about how energetically we're holding them in that place. And we want to hope and pray that they move on and are capable of better. And of course, we want to look at our part and expand and be capable of better as well. So when there's a one-sided thing where you really can't get anywhere or out-of-body people remind us that you have a little, a little cheat sheet when it comes to the out-of-body because you know they're going through life review and you know they'd give anything Usually, I mean, just about everyone to take responsibility. There's so much of, you know, not so much denial, but, oh, my goodness, why didn't I hug them? Why didn't, why didn't I, why didn't I? Why didn't I tell them? Why didn't I? And, and then they're shown, and we'll talk more about this, but then they're shown where the patterns came from. They are being taught to not hold on to the pattern and to walk away from it so that the love inside them and their true intention is allowed to come through. Isn't that something you want for yourself? Isn't that something that we can collaborate with them? You can write them a letter. You can also just sit yourself down, and right now you can think your thoughts to them. Because if your thoughts are directed to them, they receive them talked about this before. When we pray, they feel the warmth, like a flame coming up, but the content goes to divine or wherever you are directing your divine prayers. The light, they feel the light of that. But when you talk to them, pray to them, include them, they get all the content. Of course they do. They know what's going on. <laughs> One guy just yelled, you think I became a saint just because I became out of body? No, but I see my part, and I saw I became reactive. And I would become angrier every time somebody else was right. He's showing a whole family. Sometimes we carry all kinds of things and we don't understand. Sometimes these are people out there talking to you. Sometimes there's a chemical reaction to medication. Sometimes there's toxicity. Sometimes there's downright, you know, in a discrepancy in the wiring. <laughs> one, one kid just said, sometimes 
Someone is downright mean. Do we want to carry that? Well, you want to hold on to the memory so that we can learn the feeling of it, the pain of it, what they're wishing for and what divine is working with them to do is to move forward. Move forward, clarify the intention, and let the love be the dominant factor. And if somebody couldn't do it while they were here, there are a lot of factors, and there are a lot of combinations of factors, wiring, ego, insomnia, somebody just threw in. Low self-esteem, patterning. I've been channeling for people. This is me, Marilyn. I just thought of something, and they say I throw it in. I've channeled lately a couple of times where somebody who was older, a grandma, would talk about, and usually with a strong religious upbringing, that sometimes just in the schoolyard, things would happen that kids would consider normal, and it shut them down because they thought they were tainted. Sometimes people carry a shutdown that they don't even remember why they're shut down. Sometimes people had a disassociative memory, a cruelty happening that the family might not even know about. And so behavior can be strange. They want us to try and be as compassionate as possible and yet have a boundary where people aren't slinging their arrows or shooting us or hurting us. I'm talking emotionally that they're not doing that as a means to not examine what's going on. But we can assure ourselves that we have the means. Again, if you're listening to this and pursuing and understanding, as we hear so often, awareness of the connection is the connection. They're on standby. They are loving you and maybe not loving themselves. Maybe they're mad. Maybe you're mad. But the thing is, you do have the path to resolution, even if it doesn't feel clear the way it might when you're dealing with someone in body. But here's something that doesn't happen. The person in body, gaslighting much, a lot of people, doing whatever it is the ego needs to do to protect themselves because they've dug in their heels, they're asking us to respect wherever somebody is, but we don't need to live there. And we don't need to carry something of somebody else's that's beneath our vibration. No, we don't. Is it inevitable that things happen and that we, we're reactive? Yes. The gift of the body, the gift of the body allows us to fine tune and purge and work in a way that the soul doesn't have the opportunity otherwise. But your soul is in there and it means well. And if you have a knee-jerk reaction and you're in so much pain and you're angry, feel it. If they left before you too could figure it out, you know how many parents channel in and their kids are so angry because they didn't have the opportunity Dad didn't crack and say, I love you. Mom didn't accept my partner. And the first thing they're doing out there is feeling overwhelming love and realizing that the discernment that was taught to them does not align with the discernment of their soul. 
and you're here in your body to allow the healing and the discernment to expand and your knowingness. And you are the light and you become, you can call it the medium, the conduit for the collaboration of souls where the healing happens. So many souls went out of body in the past few years during the pandemic with our prayers wrapped around them, but not our arms. And we know we didn't have a choice and they could feel us, but you might feel unfinished. You might feel untethered and undone. Talk to them. They're hugging you. They're loving you. Allow the collaboration. You see, when somebody in body slams the door and walks away, we can figure out the tools with our friends, with our loved ones, with a good therapist on letting go and walking our life without that burden. We don't need to collaborate with them if they're not in a place that they can do it with us. We don't need to carry it. And our release of that is how we can treat them well and not carry an energy that we know will soon be beneath what they're hoping for. Because we learn when people are out of body, that is what they want. So we can honor them that way by having our boundaries. And that's a toughie. But with our out of bodies, though you might feel like the door slammed shut and in a physical way, it is different for sure. Soul-wise, love-wise, access-wise, resolution, just love, just love. Your access is here, it is now. It's later if you want it later. It's tomorrow if you want it tomorrow. It's here right now, take a breath. Because it is being received. And you know, I think most therapists might say, I agree, me, Marilyn, I agree, but this is them out there, that even if somebody doesn't believe in what we, listening and sharing here, know as our reality, that it would still be a therapeutic thing to do. Well, we know they're listening. We know. And even if you're not sure, let's err on the side of the gift because you'll be gifting them, but you will be gifting yourself to not keep walking with this. And whatever happens, I believe you'll get signs and hugs and affirmations. No matter what happens, they will hug you when you get there and don't hurry. They want you to have experience and joy. Our joy is theirs. Just about every kid, I laugh when you laugh. I love to hear you laugh. We are collaborating. Let's gift ourselves with that collaboration of release and joy and love. That's our soul's purpose. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present.
I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.